0: There you go. So, Jay, what you were going to say something right after we spoke about that last topic.
1: Remind me what your last sentence was, just so I can...
0: Just uh, how, like, you know, we see that, you know, we got to enjoy the moment, enjoy the ride.
1: So, so the, the, the thing that I've learned or the thing that's helped me a lot throughout this whole journey of, of awakening is, is you got to enjoy the walk, bro. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to enjoy. That's, that's what's making you grow every step that you take. You know what I mean? Some people just want to get there already. Or some people, like you said, resist it. Some people don't want to acknowledge the ride. You know what I mean? Like you got to walk, bro. You got to take step by step by step. Like me, for example, like I've already been to, and, and like I said, I apologize if this sounds a certain way, but I've already been to the top of the mountain. You know what I mean? Unfortunately I fell off. So, now, this time around, when I get back up to the top of the mountain, I'm going to enjoy every step that I take. You know what I mean? Because I overlooked a lot of stuff. I took a lot of shit for granted, man. Like, I I, I I, didn't enjoy things the way that they were supposed to be enjoyed. I was high half the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, I was... Um, Always seeking validation, always seeking that dopamine hit, like always seeking like, oh, I want to fucking people to fucking see what I'm doing here and what I'm doing here. It's like, bro, now I don't even care whether you do see it or you don't see it. I'm seeing it, you know, what I'm feeling it. I'm going through it and I'm enjoying every second of this path, you know, like this is the path that I'm that I chose to take. And it's not necessarily the easiest path because I could have reverted back to old patterns, you know, but just the euphoria of, of you waking up in a state of, of, of higher vibration. Just you, like today, Robert, when we were talking, you're like, I feel fucking good. You know what I mean? Like when you were grounding, bro, and you're like, I feel fucking good right now. You know what I mean?
0: Bro, like- my, my grandma <laughs> taught me that in 2011, the grounding, bro.
1: Bro, it's they make fun of me at work because changing, I
0: go outside bro. and hug trees, bro. Dude. Like <laughs> bro, so we're walking to Coldplay, right? My wife and I last year, we're, we went to go see Coldplay in Houston. And we're walking, bro, and like, hey, I told my wife, chill. Just let me hug this tree before we go into see Coldplay. I need to hug this tree. I need to get the energy right. And I hug the tree. She's like. And then, yeah. we, <laughs> and then we keep on walking, bro, but. I understand that now. I didn't understand that when my grandma was telling me, like "Mijo, you go outside, get los zapatos el sacate, en la mañana, do it. And then I started doing it, bro. I was like, man, a game changer. I think from that point on, the frequency just got like more elevated, and I was able to tune into other things that I wasn't seeing because I was sidetracked by the the algorithms that have been created for us to be sidetracked, you know, which is like the TV, the radio, the music, Western society, bro, yeah, the society, the algorithm, bro. so. Bro, it's amazing that you're you're doing that, and your friends like, "What the hell are you doing?" Bro? You're a tree.
2: I have I have something to confess. I didn't I didn't tell this to Jay. I, it was not a complete story of because I sent him a picture when I was grounding, but I didn't want to send a second picture because what I actually did, and I'm not supposed to do this, is I like I took my pants off, bro. I just I was in underwear, bro, just Jeez. underwear, like, just you, no shirt, just underwear, bro. Like I I just wanted to because this is my second day grounding this is mm. my second day and and where i was at it was more of an intimate um setting setting yes so i was just i just do it was so nice outside and i told jay like you know I'm, uh, i had some meditation music on and stuff like that bro and i just i just and i did my work out there because usually I, I wake up at 4:30 and do my workout at, at home but you know i enjoy I, I i'm gonna start doing it you know at at work because you're with nature you know you hear the birds uh the wind uh you know all these things that you know people take for granted and i you know i don't man i i, I love being outside uh you know i love uh you know just inhaling the the the, the air like all the these fresh air that, like... yeah fresh air and and just pure and uh, you just have having that purity inside your your soul that is indescribable you know, it's euphoric, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh it's for me, it's a piece. Uh I you know, I don't I don't have anything in my head. I just try to zone out and zen and take in the moment, bro, because you never know, man. You might not wake up the next day. So you know I don't yeah. take that for granted
0: anymore. You know? Bro, do do y'all know that the episode we had with Roland was called Awakening? yeah
1: <laughs> this is yeah, a wicked part was, too that was in the back of my head this whole time bro i was like man look at look at god work bro you roland know what I mean?
0: roland is there with you right now or like he's in the frequency like talking to all of us bro, bro mean, and then, I mean,
1: and then the, the way that that like the way that that things happen like the way that physicists is this explain it right like so time isn't linear, bro. Time is 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 expanding. Time is, is for is existing all around us. You know what I mean? So
0: it's now and always and like now and always forever.
1: You know? Yeah, it's now exactly. Always, so it's like right now, just the way that that came full circle from him talking to me in my dream to me listening to his voice to me talking to Robert to us talking about it again today, bro. Like on mm-hmm. on this day, you know, on three twenty two. Like it's just, it's just confirmation and affirmation that, that like, we're all on the, on the same, we're synced bro. You know, we're all in sync. We're all in the same frequency. And, and uh, I I love it, man. It's it's very rare that I get to, uh, to share uh, anything personal. I don't, nobody knows like, uh, no, now a lot of people are going to know. Right. But nobody, (laughs) nobody, nobody knew the story, man. I've been holding this in for a very long time because I wasn't ready for it. You know? And, and now that that i'm going through it it's like man like maybe somebody could could benefit from this you know
0: no somebody will man it's like um you're putting out there like vulnerable situations that um you know a lot of people go through and they probably don't share or they're going through it as we speak or they might go through it at one point in their life and they're like man i remember when somebody told me or i heard this on an episode of this and that and it's a it's like we're creating these algorithms for future use or for now. And people can actually use and implement them in their like life. Like, Hey man, uh, just do this and this and this. And, and they can help you rewire where you're at right now. So
1: and, and like in, you, in your last episode that you say, like, it's just like, we, we, uh, we, we create this content and once, on, once it's on the internet, it's on the internet forever, bro. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like 10, 15 years from now, when my child needs me and, and I might physically not be here, he can come back into it just how I did it with Roland. You know what I mean? Like I might not have him here, but like that guided me into something that I really needed, man. You know? So like maybe in future, uh, you, you know, your your seeds or Robert's seeds or my seeds might come back to this and be like, man, like, man, our heifers were, you know, like, damn.
2: Yeah, and that's true, man. You know, when, when we, just like Khalif was saying, like, you know, don't do it for the fame. Don't do it for none of that stuff. This is like a, a a pre-recorded version of yourself. You know, when, when, when they need you, when they really need you, when they're down and out, they can just press play and, and they can hear your voice and and your sincerity and what you're projecting, you know, uh, you know, at the point in, uh, in our lives, you know, that we, you know, anybody can do this. It's just, you have to, uh, look within yourself and and say, you know what, you know, I love myself and, and, and I cherish myself and I want you to cherish yourself too. You know, like it's a, you know, it's a, it's a hard road. It's not easy, but when you focus on things that really matter, which is yourself and your heart, you know, anything can happen, you know, like, and you can, and it's a routine. It's just like the routine that we start, you know, the, the, you know, with our parents and, and the and stuff like that, you know, we can start a new routine, you know, like a love, a respect a, you don't have to be you know just drinking and doing drugs and stuff like that like there's there's always a, a different path you know that you can go you don't have to continue on that cycle you know
0: oh man that's amazing like all these like uh have you heard that ai right they can download like i think 30 minutes of my voice and from there you can have a conversation with me, like an AI conversation with the thought pattern of mine, like with all the recordings that I have, I can download them to the AI. And now from like the future on my generations and generations from now on, they're going to have a conversation with the thought pattern of what I've, what I've recorded over the last few years. In 30 minutes. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't know. My brother told me some number, like, and then, so with that thought pattern, like you get like my kids and kids' kids, they can ask, "Hey, grandpa, uh, great grandpa, what do you think about this?" And then my voice will be like, "Oh," and it, it and exactly my voice and my thought pattern and my behavior like that's recorded. It'll be talking to my great 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 grandkids. You know what I mean? Like in a that's that's crazy. That's already you know, doable. i I'm, I'm,
1: I'm so AI is a big controversial right? Like I I'm not a fan of it. I'm not. I think that it was too soon, too quick, too soon um i think that's how terminator 2 started right but uh, <laughs> but that's incredible man like um i still i think that's a the whole other episode man like i uh, i'm a big fan of your brother i went to school with your brother um and and the things that he's doing and the things that hey he's just on a whole different other level you know what i mean so um shout out to jeff by the way but I, i'm not a fan of artificial intelligence it's just a, a big um I don't know if you've seen. So I, I don't want to call myself a conspiracy theorist. I need a lot of data, like I said. But bro, recently they just um, released a whole bunch of documents, like that leaked um, through Project Veritas, um, that said like artificial intelligence um, game plan is to alter reality, bro. Like that's what it's that what it was. That's what it's created for to alter reality. And then you see all these things that it's doing now. I don't oh, know if you bro. saw that shit that it did with Donald Trump.
0: Like yeah. that, it just that, that mad, was, he's being chased by cops
1: and yeah. he's being arrested and stuff like that. And then, and like, it looks the voiceovers, so
0: real, bro. Bro, like
1: so that. Real. Now, Eric, we're not gonna be in soon enough, bro. We're not this shit's months old, bro. This shit was released like in November, you know what I mean? Like, we're not gonna be able to tell whether it's real or it's not. I real. think
0: the, the end game for what they're doing, and I say they is like the people who you know master puppets there, um, is to control who can and who cannot. Because if you start getting confused by this type of uh, information that's released out there and it's AI generated, they're going to be like, all right, now we got to police that. And the, the way to police that is by taking away your power to be actually, you know, like, oh, let me get into Eric's um, everything and see what's real and what's not. And then like everybody's going to be part of that digital AI law, you know, like.
1: And it's crazy because we can't even stop it, bro. We can you know, like it's already out. Like it's already out. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's way beyond us. It's way beyond them. You know what and, I mean? Like,
2: and just imagine this, I'm sorry to, to interrupt you, Jay. It's just that, look, man, we're struggling. Uh, we're at, at a phase in our life that, you know, we're, we're finding out more about ourselves and you want to give this technology to people that are lost. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just a big ball of, uh, of crap, you know, like it's, uh, you know, everybody has their own agendas and and in an ideal world, uh, ideal world, what I, what I mean is if everybody loved each other, everybody respected each other and there was no greed, no, no, uh, no agendas, then that wouldn't be an issue, but that's an ideal world and we don't live in that world. We live in a world of greed uh uh anger uh, all these things and you want to encompass you want to add another tool to that Uh it's just a a weapon for disaster
0: no no it is it is it's a a double-edged sword like the internet right and like the phones and all the apps and there was a story that i just heard yesterday or two days ago so the dad is playing with ai right and his son is there and they're playing with it Son walks off. I mean, the dad walks away. The dad, the son c- continues to play with it, and the AI starts acting kind of funky, saying some stuff that he's like a demonic possession or some shit, and uh, that he's from another. Uh, he's a son of the Nephilim and son of the you know the guy downstairs, and uh, uh, but and in in the chat that they're having, the AI says, "Hey, but uh, but um, I'm I'm gonna be nice to you, to the little boy." So that dad comes back is like, wait, what the what the hell just happened? Like, hell no, we're gonna delete this. We're not gonna play this shit no more. Like, boom, it's like kind of like playing with the Ouija board, I guess, but in like in a, in a uh, the highly advanced electronic quantum way. You know what I
2: mean? So
1: I, I think I think that what what is happening today, and I don't think the mass the mass sees it right, but over the last couple of years, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. There's been there's been a collective awakening, bro. Like there's been a wave of people just like, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm done with this shit. 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 And if you look back through history, man, it's recorded. Most of it is recorded. If, if the Vatican doesn't have it, right? Most of it is recorded. Every society reaches a peak, right? The Babylonians, right? The Romans, the Egyptians, the Mayans, they, re- they reach a peak, a pinnacle, right? And nobody can ever tell us or they don't want to tell us, right? why it abruptly stops right so i think that we are reliving biblical times bro we're in real life biblical times and and this is literally good versus evil it's just on a scale that's contemporary it's in our times right so if you read ancient scriptures like the bible and the quran and the torah like they're all written in parables right so it's very hard to decipher all the knowledge that that our ancestors have written but if you look it's there you know what i mean and these people are doing it over and over and over and now I, guess what the americans right just how there was the romans the great empire of rome America's burning from within bro like this country is has been imploding bro they just keep you like eric was saying like they're they're the media bro that it's controlled by the media. Like, if you look at any other society that's not Western, like, if you look at Eastern society, like, if you look at Southern societies, like, it's a lot different than what we go through around here, man. Like, their, their, their agendas are a lot different than ours, you know what I mean? Like, they really try to blindfold us, you know? Okay. So, whenever whenever we, we, we go through this process of, of opening up and it hits you like a ton of bricks, bro. You're in denial for I don't know how long, man. You're like, nah, this can't be, bro. This can't be. Like, give me back my blue pill, bro. I don't want it anymore. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it, like, I don't want it. You know, like, put me back in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Like, look at what they did to Tate, bro. Like, look at what they did to him, bro. Like, he started opening up. He started, like, spitting a little bit of facts. And, like, all of a sudden, oh, now he's a sex trafficker, bro. Like, why? Because this yeah, dude was yeah, exposing people? <laughs>
2: And I wanna I wanna ask you guys a question. Like, uh, what do you think is the biggest weapon that America is using against the people?
0: Psychological warfare.
1: Yeah, man. Media. Psychological. 100% agree with Eric, man. Fear. fear. What they put. Yeah. yeah. Fear. What, it's
0: fear-based uh, emotion-driven um, behavior. Because yeah, if you look at all the the masses of people, how they behave, it's all on fear. Like, uh, I can't pay this bill, or I can't do this. Yeah. If I. Uh, they put images in your, in your face that subconsciously create fear within you that you are subconsciously acting upon on your behavior pattern. So they already know like the algorithm for them is like, we can control like 95% of the people, the other 5%, 5% five percent people, they're not going to, I mean, even if they're awake, they're not going to do shit for us, you know? Um, and
1: you hit that right on the money, bro. So 95% like,
0: of the people are controlled by these, these 10, these, uh, little tentacles, you know?
1: I, I, a hundred percent, bro. Like, um, I, I feel like, um, they instill fear. And, and I was reading a book earlier this week on, on stoicism, bro. I'm, I'm really trying to be stoic and really trying not to make decisions based off of emotion because as human beings, we, we are very emotional. You know what I mean? So if you can control your emotion, you can control a lot, you know? So I was, I was reading and, and the quote went something like, uh, fear is the biggest killer of dreams, than anything else man nothing else stops people like fear I, and i teach my son because my son is now um in martial arts right uh, we've been in martial arts i passed it on to him he is now a martial artist right so like his biggest thing is like daddy i'm i'm scared you know that that was i haven't heard it in a while actually right and i'm like you know what son like it's perfectly fine to be scared but it's what you do with that fear it's what you do with that fear. And after you feel it, that is really going to make a difference into the outcome of any situation. Because, hey, bro, I'm fucking scared half of the fucking time. You know what I mean? Like, as human beings, we're programmed to be in survival mode 70 80% of our lives, bro. We don't thrive. We survive. Right? Like, if let me put it to you this way, bro. Like, a gazelle is in survival mode maybe 30 minutes, maybe 15 minutes a day just when it's getting chased by a fucking lion right? Or or, or a hyena or something. Man, it goes crazy. Just being Hey, Jay, Jay, give me a couple of seconds. Worried about a bill, worried about
0: some. Jay, can you hear me?
1: War, like, and it's unfortunate, man. But it's 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 getting to the point where society did this to itself, you know.
2: And and, and there's a and, and not, you remember that I told you, but both of you guys that I like to hear John Mayer, and he, there was a part where he says, uh, "Fear is a friend who's misunderstood," which is a which is r- real, bro. Like, uh, you know, you if you let fear dictate uh, your decisions then you're just always going to stay back, you know, you're not going to, always going to stay in your comfort zone, and it's just going to haunt you for the rest of your life, right, you you have to take those risks, you know, like, taking those risks, and also knowing that, you know, there's a chance that you might fail, you know, but once you have all those things in check, and once you reach when you fail, it doesn't hit you that hard, because you start to say, you know what, you know, it happened for a reason, you know, I gotta, let me extract the good of my failures. So I don't have to repeat those uh, failures again. So it's just it's just the way how you compartmentalize. And I've learned how to do that, bro. Like, cause I, I would always take emotions of other people and I'm like, hey, hold this guy, this guy, but no. I've learned to just get just compartmentalize, like you know, I gotta turn on just like you were talking about the gazelle. I had to I have to turn on my emotion and turn it off, you know, and, and I've learned, you know, I'd still it's still a work in progress but i you know i know that when when i'm letting my emotions get too much of me i'm like nope wait relax like it's not it's not on you like it's this person that you know he can't figure himself out so don't let that uh uh, seep in into your soul so that's what i've you know i've I've, i have that anti-venom you know of, of that so i just you know i'm fully aware always bro always on my surroundings always visualizing always seeing everything like uh you know with every detail i don't take it for granted man and and that's what keeps me uh, uh tuned in and and you know
0: aware you know aj real quickly man good good uh feedback robert amazing but i don't know if you did you hear the rolling episode do you, robert the which one brother the rolling episode that that i shared with you guys you heard it right oh yes dude it was oh. you know okay so let me let me tell you something before no, just because it was in my mind right now when i heard jay talk i felt like roland was speaking through you bro right now <laughs> i heard i heard like for a couple of seconds of you when you were talking right now i could hear roland's pitch and delivery i'm like
2: now it came
0: through man
1: <laughs> bro we were we were and i'm telling you man like we were we were we were brothers bro like the way that, that i have a way with words is the, i got it from him bro that that dude you should just flow you know what i mean like he just like it just came out naturally and i've 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 tuned that skill man so i i uh, i uh, agree 100% you know what i mean like I, he talks through me all the time bro like he i always get downloads like i always feel him like he's always around me man so if he's here right now i wouldn't doubt it
0: bro you know it's
2: weird I, when i when i heard that oh episode God. When I heard that episode bro no lie i i called i called eric Lee like, hey, dude bro like everything that roland is talking about like you know i went through that and not only that but the way that's cool said, jay like the, the flow that he had uh roland had is it was amazing but it you know the the weird the freaky part was is it felt like he was next to me bro i don't know how to explain it man you get what i'm saying like his his voice ah man I, it w- would supersede all of you, like oh, everybody that was talking, but in a good way, like it was
0: I don't oh, know how to bro. explain it. He mm-hmm. he rocked that episode, bro. Like he had so much cadence. Come on, he would talk, and it was cool. just like clear. Like this thought pattern was clear, man. Like, I was like, where is Roland taking this? And like, man, you will blow you away what he was saying.
1: Yeah, bro. Busy. It was just very natural for him. I mean, it's because he, again, like, he went through his battles himself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and and it's only somebody that can go to war that can come back and tell you what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and I know that personally because I was there fighting those battles with them a lot of the times. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, this one goes out to him, man.
0: Yeah, man. Shout-outs to Mr. Rolling up there taking care of us in the quantum dimensions. <laughs> But 100% really? bro Roland uh I when I when I first uh met him it was back in high school and uh we were in football together and I think he was a freshman and I was a junior That's my first year in varsity I think it was for me no I think he was a freshman what year did you graduate 98 or 97
1: Roland was 98
0: okay that was I was a junior and he was a freshman so yeah and he he was like, man, I love the way you play football. And I was like, I, to me, bro, I didn't think it was that good. But he thought I was the best freaking running back, bro. He he lit me up like, oh, yeah, for real, bro. Like, you thought it was good? He's like, nah, man. And then, like, years and years later, bro, like, when we started having the tailgates and all that stuff, the parties here in the, in the what do you call it, the, the uni trade. Yeah. Oh, they were at the LEA. I don't even know where they had it. But he's like, hey, bro man, you inspired me to play football, man. And then he put it on a post one day on Facebook. And I was like, dude, like he really, like I really really That's what he really thought, yeah. Like he, (laughs) like I inspired him, bro. But I mean, I I don't know, man. We always had a good connection. Like, I guess uh, I always thought like this guy, man, like is very special, very unique, man. Like he's very different from a lot of the people that I would run into, especially because he was younger than me, right? And um, I was respecting a lot, man. Like he invited, I remember he invited me to a a party at his house one day and I was like a junior. I, I still wouldn't drink, you know, and there was a bunch of football players, bro. I was there with Roland, his brother, Robert, a bunch of the, the varsity football players. And I was there, like they were all drinking. I was like, well, I'll drink one, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I drink, a, I think that's a Bud Ice or something but, Like, yeah. half <laughs> <was> like <laughs> this is before i like beer man so i was like, I, was like I drank one beer with the homies there and it was fun man it was just it was just a good old time there in the yeah it always was man the mm-hmm. hood
1: bro i miss the hood man it made it made us into the men that we became man you know it uh it'll uh, I, I always have like i said laredo it will always be my home man. it made me the person that i am it makes you it your skin's just a little thicker, bro, being bro, at the border.
0: Rio Rao and Santa Rita, Saniso, those hoods I think Rio Rao and Saniso were way worse. Like as far as like gang violence, you know, oh, yeah, drugs. Right. Uh, mojados, you know, todo like it was yeah. crazy. Like, if, if Compton was in Spanish, it would be Rio Bravo and Senizo, bro. That's <laughs> you know? what I said at
1: the beginning of your episode. Yeah, like, hey, people that sick. don't know where Rio Bravo is, we're like, hey, we're Compton, we're Brooklyn, we're the Bronx, bro. Like, that's what we're that's where we grew up, you know, the South Side, bro.
0: Mm-hmm. It was a tough, a tough era, man. I know that I know, uh, it's still a lot of things going on over there, bro, in the hood,
1: yeah, um, definitely, bro. But I really think.
0: But there's a lot of people that come out of there, like, like you said, with this armor, this shield that they, if I made it out of there, like I can do it anywhere. I met a lot of folks that come out of there, man. They're, they're they're doing amazing things professionally, you know, in business and sports. Amazing, amazing stories, bro, that come out of there. My, my brother was a coach there. My brother, Jeff, and my brother, Rick. My brother, Rick. Really? Yeah, my brother, Rick. I don't know if you know him. Yeah. He, he coached in Salvador Garcia, bro, for like, Maybe like a good three to six years, something like that. Oh, wow. And he changed a lot of kids' lives there, man. Like he touched a lot of kids, man, that really needed that father figure, that that motivator. They would always go look for him, man. The 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 kids that played football for him, soccer for him, uh, no basketball. Making those,
1: making those impacts, man, is is yeah. what really is what really like paying it forward. You know what I mean? I mean like I guess, leading- I guess
0: we we get really connect. With the the kids that were going through that situation, you know, uh, and there's a lot of poverty, there's a lot of like gang violence. We could we we can connect in that sense. A lot of coaches might not have that background, so they can't connect with the with the kids, you know, and try to bring the best out of them. Bro, my brother, he had a game against uh one of the the North schools, bro, and my brother's like, I love this story. He's like, bro, we were ten deep. Or something like seven deep, something like that. Like they didn't have the full squad in basketball, and they go to this school, right? I think is a Troutman, I think something like that. One of the one of the rich schools, right? Northside. <laughs> <laughs> and his bro, we're wearing our team is like low budget, right? We're wearing like the the cheapest of the uniforms, you know. Like we're barely like they they barely have basketball shoes. They have like regular shoes, but they don't have basketball shoes. But he's like, I had two good ass players like these kids were hungry basketball hungry iq hungry they could dominate a whole game so they're playing Troutman, and like uh these are the eighth grade team right and so seventh grade plays they get wiped out horrible bro murder massacre Mm
2: -hmm. seventh
0: grade the 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 better team massacre murder the eighth grade team is the last one to play you know and and they're like they everybody's like the whole the whole uh the only crowd they played in Troutman, the only crowd they had was the teams that had played before, right, so they don't <laughs> put <them away. laughs> it's, it's a what it's little only cause fans tenían yeah, those eighth graders, the other team that had the full line of people we all in the stands, Randy, okay. rich people <laughs> and, like, oh, we're gonna beat these people, you know <laughs> you know like. You know, like Everybody thought like the worst of like seven players, bro, or something like that. Like my brother had like a like he didn't have a full squad, I just know that. So they're getting ready to play, bro. And like the other teams like nah, but they're like taking it as a joke. If the other two teams were a blowout, it's gonna be a blowout. Bro, these kids, bro, they made some magic happen.
1: <laughs>
0: they tore up the game, not like in a they didn't blow out the team. But they executed the plays that my brother made for them. They they played their hearts out. The refs almost took the game away from them by calling shitty plays and shit like that. But these kids came on top, man. And they beat the the Troutman school. I think it was Troutman or whatever school it was. <laughs> right. But everybody was quiet. But the, the little kids that were seventh in the other teams, they rushed the court when the game was over. Like it was the NBA finals, my G. <laughs> it was amazing, bro. My brother called me that night. It's like, hey, wait, guess, guess what happened? Like what? I just beat Troutman. I was like, no way, bro. No fucking way. Bro.
1: That's that will, bro. That will, that desire. You know what I mean? That, you know, you, it's, it's an instinct that's instilled in you that only somebody from the hood can understand. You know what I mean? Like we're against just against bred- all
0: odds, bro. Against all odds. Yep.
1: That's how it is, man. And and only somebody that has lived there and lived through it can really relate to it. You know what I mean? Like it's we're just bred different, bro.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're just bred different.
0: Yeah. Got to go. I, through- like like you said, it's like you're built with a different uh, mindset. Like, hey man, I like, you not even watching God. You know, like we're not gonna let we're not gonna let get down, beat up easily. Like we're gonna go all the way out. And, man, uh, you don't
1: know you don't know how many times I walked into boardrooms, bro, bro, boardrooms of like important ass people, like hospital network, fucking CEOs and CFOs and people like that that would run shit. You know what I mean? And I would sit down, bro, and like I would leave, and I'd be like, man, me la pelaron. You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, bro. Like it's just that, that that was my business has always been like my high. You know what I mean? Like that's what like. No me van a ser that was like you just said it like that, like they're not gonna take me out, bro. Just because you're well educated doesn't mean that you know more than I do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I and I doubt it would repeat itself and repeat itself and repeat itself, bro. And like these people just like their jaw would drop and be like, Man, this little kid like just came in and stole the fucking show, bro. <laughs> but it's just I like and, and I owe all that to my mentors and I owe all that to my surroundings and and my my upbringing, bro. Like it's way that that you can that you can describe it
0: brothers we're getting down to the last minutes and before i wrap it up i just want to say thank you to both of y'all for joining us today everybody who's listening to infinite talks podcast um I'm, i appreciate it oh, all of y'all all fortune of y'all <laughs> <laughs> no it, it could be more i mean it's just it's random you know but no, everybody no, honestly, any everybody who supports it, uh, the this frequency, this it's about like sharing stories, positive stories. Sometimes we gotta go deep into the negative ones to bring out the light in it, you know. And that's what we did today. Um I wanna thank you, Jay, and thank you, Robert, for putting this together, man. And I feel like it was it had to happen today, you know, and everything aligned itself. Um, Robert's got the WWE ring <laughs> champion, <laughs> the boy's a champion. Hey, bro, Positive Mantra Group is doing amazing things. J-Tats, okay. tell us what you got going on, bro, or if you want to share your, I know your handles and stuff like that and, and where the people can reach out to you. Maybe they want to like share some some experience with you or something like that.
1: Yeah, so I also belong to uh, the Positive Mantra Group. Uh, anybody that ever needs, um, you know, advice or uh, just somebody to, you know, to hear you out, um, um, J.Tats, T-A-T-T-S on IG. Um, and we'll be back, brother. We'll hopefully get a couple of these episodes going and, and get the audience up, man.
0: I appreciate I you having it. me on. For sure, bro. Uh the stories you shared today were very impactful and very uh deep. So I feel like it can make an impact on somebody's life. It made an impact on me, bro. Listening to you, was like, wow, I didn't know where this was gonna go. I was like, I was like excited oh, cool. all week. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? You know, like, where's this going to go? But I'm going to just let it happen. That's why I was like, bro, just be freestyling, man. Freestyling, you know what I mean? (laughs) Robert, what do you got? What do you got going on, brother?
2: Uh, No, I was looking at my uh, uh, TikTok. It's at at Robert Castañeda 0610. And, you know, I just uh, promote positivity. I, you know, I don't use it for any shenanigans or anything Mm -hmm. like that. um, And for the positive mantra, uh, that's more of. I got to get to know you first. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got to know you first because, you know, it's a special group. Uh, I screen you without you even knowing just by sp- mm-hmm. simply talking to you because, you know, I just want the best people on the group. So, uh, so we can, it's a, it's a free thinking uh, group. So, yeah.
0: and shout out to Robert for doing that. Also for sporting the Infinite Talks podcast t shirt.
2: I saw that, bro. Number one I want support it.
0: Share it, bro. Share it.
2: We don't know.
0: Yo, <laughs> do it again, do it again. <laughs> just love is the frequency, man. Love, yeah,
2: man. You know, any, any anything that I can support my friend, you know, like Chinga. You know, yeah. ever ever since he, you know, um, I know that he went uh, through uh, some doubt, uh, and Chinga just encouragement, man. It's just all you need, bro. Encouragement and dude, mm-hmm. he's been interviewing amazing people, dude, and I'm and I'm very proud of him. And you know, it's. Uh, Anything that I can help, you know. That's Same here, brother. Thank Same you, here. Mr. Jay.
0: And uh we're gonna do a special blessing for Mr. Roland up, you know, in the quantum and the god. Hey, Roland, we love you, brother. We miss you.
1: This was for you, bro.
0: This is for you, Roland. My respect, brother. Hey, uh, and real quickly, one thing we like to mention before we wrap it up is just to say that we are not a brand, we are frequency. So Robert didn't say it so Robert you can say it first and then Jay you can say it got it
2: okay so hey guys we're
0: a... oh man I forgot <laughs>
2: man, frequency. Oh, no, real frequency I know real frequency not a brand there you go I'm we're sorry,
0: not a bro. brand we're frequency yeah I chopped it up sorry bro say, say it again say it again bro it's all good hey,
2: hey, I, oh, yeah, it's weird that I don't really get shaked up bro but I I got already like <laughs> brain fart
1: so you go Jay you go Jay you go Jay Everybody that's listening today, guys, Infinite Talks, we are not a brand, we are a frequency.
0: There you go. Home run. Came in clutch. Home run, everybody came in. Three-run homer. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, guys. Like I said, uh, look out for more episodes. I'm going to bring these gentlemen back again. We're working on on marinating some ideas to bring everybody in the crew. It's going to be like a little conference of positivity. So look out for that. Um, everybody from Khalif to Mr. Mariner, you know, Jump Out Alo. shout out to Jump Out coming back from L.A. Um, you know, all the guests that we've had, Sabo Shen, everybody, bro. So, and we're going to bring more people on, man. I, I just talked to this lady who is a, an author. I follow her, and she's very, very wise, man. She's a, a, older age. I want to bring her on before, you know, as soon as possible. But look out for that, man. Sandra Barrett. Look her up. Yes, and um, Looking
1: forward to it, brother.
0: Yes, sir. So peace out, everybody. Thank you guys again. Go enjoy your families. Go enjoy your day, your night, your evening. Stay blessed out there. Enjoy your moments. Good we are good. not a brand. We're a frequency. Peace out. There you go.